Hey everyone, this is Sam. Welcome back to another episode of Comorbid Conundrums. Today I am talking with AJ, who is an 18-year-old genderqueer person um, with autism and OCD and some other comorbidities, and we're talking about LGBTQ issues um, and how that kind of relates with autism and OCD and other neurodiversity comorbidities. Um, and kind of just talking about our experiences with finding our genders and sexualities and coming to terms with different labels and whatnot. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This podcast is not run by medical professionals and is not able to replace any kind of professional care or opinion. We recognize self-diagnosis as valid on this podcast and sometimes necessary for several neurodivergent conditions. However, This podcast or its hosts cannot diagnose you. Comorbid Conundrums is a podcast to help build community and awareness around living with mental illness and neurodivergent conditions. I am not a doctor, therapist, or any type of medical provider. I am simply a neurodivergent human sharing my experiences with my own conditions. So with that said, let's get into the podcast. Yeah, I guess we can just get into it. So, um, do you want to start by, like, saying, like, introducing yourself? Like, name, pronouns, age, part of the world you're in? All right. Well, uh, my name is AJ. I use he and they pronouns. I'm 18 years old, just, like, this mm-hmm. past week, first year of college, so. Nice. That's been fun. Uh, I'm in New York, so. Nice. Up, upstate New York, specifically. I'm not in the city. Oh, okay. There's literally woods in my backyard. <laughs> well, that's nice. At least it's not busy. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about um, LGBTQ um, sexuality and gender and how that kind of is impacted by our neurodiversity, uh, specifically autism and OCD. So, um, I'm wondering, do you have any other comorbidities other than those two things? Yes. Um, I've pretty much known I've had ADHD my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because my mom would joke about it saying like, oh, you're like so much like ADHD. Uh-huh. And when I learned about it, it's obvious, but I've never been diagnosed with it. Yeah. And is because my mom was just like, I don't want you on pills, so mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I got that. I also have, like, other mental health disorders, like mm-hmm. depression and anxiety. Uh, I've struggled with eating stuff, which is also related to autism, so mm-hmm. I've realized. And, you know, com- complex post-traumatic stress disorder, you know the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That sounds, <laughs> that sounds a lot like what I have as well. Um, yes. When were you uh, diagnosed with those things? Like, were you diagnosed with autism or are you more uh, um, self-diagnosed? No, I am, I am self-diagnosed, okay. but I've been researching it every day pretty much <laughs> since 2020 because my, my therapist actually brought it up. I don't remember what we were talking about, mm-hmm. but we were talking about something uh, and he, she was just naming off like a list of disorders that like that 
issue. I think it was like mm-hmm. my, my, like the fact that I'm so like very time oriented mm-hmm. and the fact that like, you know, I'm so, I don't know, I'm very time oriented. And yeah, she was just listing off disorders and one of them was autism. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh? Cause my best friend's little brother is autistic, mm-hmm. but I, I hate saying this, but he, he's the golden boy of <laughs> autism. You know, he, he's a white male and he's mm-hmm. nonverbal. So yeah. like, you know, stereotypical autism. And I'm like, huh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. And then I did, you know, research and did and wrote a six page document in an hour. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, it's very likely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god, I did that when I was first researching autism and I was like, "Huh, I like meet a lot of these characteristics." I sat down and made like a spreadsheet of different disorders I thought I could have and like characteristics and like a 6-page word document like going over all my childhood experiences. It was just very yeah. <laughs> a very autistic thing, I feel like. Yeah, like I was re- <laughs> not just autism but also adhd mm-hmm. and ocd and just and also bpd trying mm-hmm. to just you know like find out things i relate to but also crossing out things and like no yeah. it's not this because i don't have this and i don't do this but this explains it and then but this also does and you know all that and yeah the six page document <laughs> It yeah. was going through the DSM-5 mm-hmm. criteria, and I had it so I had the DSM-5 definition, <laughs> my definition to simple it down for people because mm-hmm. it's confusing, yeah. and then me saying how I related to it, and yeah, that only took like two hours to write. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. Every time I tell like a therapist or a psychiatrist that I've read the DSM-5, like front and back and like have taken notes they like look at me like I'm crazy (laughs) I'm like nope I'm just autistic (laughs) so were you um so let me ask um have you talked with your parents or like other people about um being like self-diagnosed autistic and like kind of what are their reactions yes that 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 is why i wrote that document Uh yeah (laughs) to show it to people what what did they what did they think uh it was funny um my mom and uncle read it so my my i live with my mom and uncle and like they're pretty much my parents because my my mom and dad are divorced but Mm -hmm. i have an okay relationship with my dad um but yeah, I read it to my mom and uncle, and they're like, "Oh, this makes sense." Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I showed it to my dad, and uh, I realized that he's also autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and was reading through, it and it's like, "I relate to all of these." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's probably because you're autistic." <laughs> yeah, and like the things that like us two like get along with the most is like we we both have trouble connecting with each other because we both don't know how to emotion yeah (laughs) but Mm -hmm. we know how to talk about music and history and traveling because those are some of our special interests (laughs) yeah well that's good that's good you have like someone at least like your family has had good reactions that's really great yeah i mean like they haven't really done much with it it was just more i showed them the document they're like hey yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, I've 
gotten stuff for myself and mm. you know i've i have been pushing being like you know diagnosis would be good because mm-hmm. it does make sense and yeah so yeah so um were you diagnosed with ocd or is no. that also something that you're like trying to get o- diagnosed o- with? O- uh, OCD only came up within the last couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I realized that I've always had it, but mm-hmm. I didn't think I could have it because I only knew of, you know, physical compulsions. Like mm-hmm. I knew OCD wasn't just cleaning. Yeah. I knew that, <clears throat> but I have never heard of mental compulsions, but because of like creators like you, mm-hmm. um, autistic bailey and like mm-hmm. a couple other people and them sharing ocd stuff i and of course this is this is this is how it happened mm-hmm. uh you know i was up at like one in the morning in you know in like a bit of a spiral trying to you know reading everything on ocd and it was making me panic yeah <laughs> yep. I, yeah so i was diving deep in that and i was talking to my partner about it and you know and of course it's one in the morning they're asleep and i'm just sending like voicemails and like panting spiraling and then in the morning they listen to all them they're like okay you probably do have it but calm down (laughs) yeah so that's only come up recently but like again i've researched it i am backing up my research though because i realized that research Mm -hmm. can lead into compulsive researching which yeah bad (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but, I was going to say that research compulsion, that'll get you. Like, that's one of the yeah, biggest compulsions for me. Yeah, and it's the worst because with my autism, th- this is how, you know, relating to mm-hmm. the talk with identity and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I love researching. That's just, that's one of my, like, autistic traits. I mm-hmm. love just research and finding out things about the world and, like, finding out things about my special interests and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it's also difficult because psychology is one of my biggest special interests. Yeah. So learning about this stuff, you know, like fascinates me and I want to learn more about it. But once it starts becoming relatable to me, then mm-hmm. it's compulsive researching into do I actually have this? Mm. Like, oh, what is it? And, you know, and, you know, it can end in a spiral panic at one in the morning. <laughs> yes, I relate to that 100%. Like, one of my special interests is psychology, and I love researching. But for me, like, it, there's a very fine line between researching for, ju- like, special interest and researching for an OCD compulsion. And ca- kind of what I've found is, like, if if the researching brings me, like, peace and, like, I feel happy doing it, then it's not an OCD compulsion. But if I'm anxiously researching and if I'm, like, panicking, then I know, like, this is not special interest uh, <laughs> researching. This is this is OCD, like, compulsive. I need to figure this out or else kind of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. like, what I'm, like... That's I, a big thing. I need to figure this out yeah. or else. Uh. Yeah. yeah. And I, again, like, tying back into, like, what our topic is for today is... um. I've done so much research, like, research compulsions into, like, sexuality and gender, and I've gone into the spiral of, like, what is my sexual orientation? Am I, am I labeling myself wrong? I need to, like, research all of these different orientations to make sure I fit exactly into the right category, and, like, you know, I... Yeah, and if something's off, it doesn't work. Yeah, and, like, I have, um, I have 
sexual orientation OCD, so I'm pretty much constantly, like, anxious about, like, if my orientation is correct or not. And I have different, like, compulsions that I have that relate to that, but it's messed a lot with my, like, sexual orientation and gender identity and, like, trying to feel, like, proud, you know? Like, it's hard to feel pride and, like, um, joy with sexual orientation when you have, like, the OCD that kind of makes you feel anxious about it all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, mine's, mine's more, uh, gender identity OCD, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know exactly what the correct label is, but yeah, the gender identity OCD is mainly mine, because I, I didn't really have it much with my sexuality, because I've pretty much always known that, well, not always, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, like, I've, the identity queer, that's how I feel my sexuality, so that's, that's pretty much been good, Mm -hmm. like, um, the only, like, hiccup has been when I thought I was asexual, and then I got into a relationship, Mm. and I started feeling sexual feelings, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, (laughs) yeah, Um, but I, I, so, I realize I'm more demisexual, but I still use asexual just because I've identified with that so long and I really mm-hmm. take pride in that. So, and so, yeah, but my gender identity, yeah, that's, that has gone into many spirals because like, well, I've known that, uh, I've been trans mm-hmm. since like seventh grade. I'm in my first year of college now. So I was mm-hmm. like, 13 maybe mm-hmm. and I like I remembered the specific moment I was in my best friend's basement and we were watching a Thomas Sanders video oh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> watching a Thomas Sanders video and um Thomas Sanders friends uh Joan and Talon um I don't Talon doesn't identify as non-binary anymore but at that point they did mm-hmm. um and I was watching a video and I think it, it was one of their pride videos and they were, you know, discussing what it was like for them being non-binary. And I'm like, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. So I started you know, doing research on gender identities and like, I, I could literally just go through the history of my labels mm-hmm. with Eddie and that just, and you, yeah, all of that was because of different spirals. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> it was non-binary because I'm like, okay, I relate to that, but I didn't really. I, but that was only for like a couple months, and it was to like me and one other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't stick with it because, like, I do like the term non-binary, but just not for me. Mm-hmm. And they them pronouns. Like, I, as I said, I use he and they pronouns, but you know. Mm-hmm. I was worried about the kind of hassle, I guess, of telling, you know, older generations to use only they, them pronouns. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, eh. So then for years, I identified as a trans guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from like 2018 to honestly, I think like 2020. So for like, you know, a couple of years, I identified as a trans guy. And... It was hard, like, like, because, like, I identify as a trans guy, 
I really liked that. But also, again, there is the whole, um, like, oh, like, I know that there's also probably internalized transphobia with mm-hmm. the whole, like, oh, because I do, I do theater. So I was like, oh, trans, like, mm-hmm. like, guys don't do theater, even though I'm literally, like, you know, in theater class, like, I'm seeing guys mm-hmm. all the time, like, oh, yeah, they don't do theater, and, you know, I'm more of, like, a bubbly personality, like, oh, no, you need to be more masculine, and, like, mm-hmm. and, like, <laughs> and, like, I'm not a fan of hip-hop or, like, rap music, but my brain was telling me, it's like, you need to get into hip-hop and rap music, because that's what all the guys like, and you oh, need my to God. be God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, like, internalized, like, gender, like, um, stereotypes we have, and, like, yeah. when, like, when I first started, like, thinking about my gender and, like, I was like, oh, I think I'm non-binary, but now I'm kind of like, am I, am I trans, am I a trans guy or am I non-binary? And, like, um, when I was, like, going through that, like, process, I was like, I need to get into cars. Like, I need to be a cars guy. <laughs> if, if, if I'm non-binary, I need to be more masculine and I need to get into cars. And, like, so for a week, I was like pretending I liked cars for some reason and like talking with my like friends my guy friends that liked cars and I was just like after that I was like you know what this is stupid I don't like cars I don't need to like cars to be a guy or to be non-binary like that's just so stupid (laughs) cars movie from Pixar (laughs) yeah I do like that movie (laughs) lightning McQueen yeah lightning McQueen is my favorite car (laughs) Uh, what what car do you ride? Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Vader, you know. Oh my and god. Doc Hudson. <laughs> those those are my car knowledge. Yeah, yeah. That's about all I have now. But yeah, the like internalized transphobia or like internalized gender stereotypes is so hard to get like to get over, I think. Like it's, it's Yeah. Yeah. It is also kinda of weird well. Yeah, but also with, like, OCD, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a mix of that, it's a mix of internalized transphobia, it's like, oh, you're not being manly enough, mm-hmm. or, like, you're not being non-binary enough, but also it's the OCD, like, you're faking it because you don't mm-hmm. do this, like, yeah. I've, had, I've had really stupid ones, like, it still happens, like, it literally happened yesterday, okay, mm-hmm. so I went on a school trip, uh, which ended up kind of a mess but that doesn't matter but went on a school trip and we went to a mall and i went into hot topic and i'm like okay i'm gonna buy a couple crop tops because mm-hmm. i've been wanting to like be more confident in myself and mm-hmm. one of crop tops so i went out and i found this one crop top that i really liked um it has like it's like half black half white and there's like a rib cage on it and i really like bones mm-hmm. so I got that. And then I was looking at the crop tops and I saw this one where it had a bunch of mushrooms mm-hmm. and it's very LGBT and neurodivergent thing to like mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I understand their purpose. I like the look of like the mushrooms and like the mushroom earrings and all that, but I'm not like a fan of mushrooms, mm-hmm. but I that and my brain was like, you're not a real LGBT person because you don't like mushrooms. So I got the mushroom crop top. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's real. That's... Yeah. And another one that I 
brought up, which like I don't I don't drink sodas. I don't drink energy drinks. Like mm-hmm. I just I've 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 always been relatively healthy when mm. it comes to drinks. Food, ignore that. <laughs> I've had ice cream and chips today. <laughs> but, but like with drinks, I'm relatively healthy. So I don't I don't drink water. No, I drink water. I don't drink like soda yeah, or yeah. like caffeinated drinks. But, you know, it's also a very LGBT thing to drink monster energy drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, scrolling through TikTok or something, and I see an LGBT person drinking Monster Energy drinks, and my brain's like, you're faking it. Like, mm-hmm. you're not LGBT. You don't drink Monster Energy drinks. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> like that's like that's not what it means to be trans, right? Like, drinking Monster Energy drinks doesn't mean you're trans. So, but then in our brains, we, we associate different things with I, genders. Valid identity. <laughs> I don't yeah. Monster- <laughs> yeah and then we and then our brain is telling us like oh look you're not doing this that must mean you're faking and it it just you look back and you realize like that just make that makes zero sense like why is my brain telling me this but in the moment it it's like it's- real <laughs> mm-hmm. so you were talking about like seeing other people do things like in relating to um like you know, being a trans guy or whatever, but I'm wondering, like, I I feel like I do that with pretty much anything, and I don't know if that's, like, because of, like, being autistic. Like, you know, I see other people, like, you know, using yeah. a specific type of body language or whatever, and I immediately go, like, oh, I need to do that, too, since they're doing that. So, like, I feel like that's kind of related to yeah, that, autism. That's, yeah, it it is. Like, I've I've done research on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it is an autistic trait to, you know, mimic social behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Like, so it's a weird mix of it. Because, yeah, if identifying as a trans guy, it's like, oh, like, I, sh- it's like, I guess there's a difference between you should be doing these things or you need to be. Like, mm-hmm. so I think, oh, you should be doing these things because this is what other guys are doing. I think that's more autism. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, you know, other guys listen to rap music. You should listen to it, too, you know, to fit the guys more. Mm-hmm. But OCD's like, oh, you need to listen to this or else everyone will believe you're a fraud. And you yeah. are because you don't listen to this. So, yeah, I think it's the difference between, like, you, you should, maybe, maybe you shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know or else you know fuck you (laughs) yeah no i i think that's so right like the ocd is like a you have to like you don't have a choice and so then we give into the compulsion of like okay i guess i have to but like autism is like oh you should do this like you know kind of like an option and we we get we have the choice to like oh do we want to fit in more and like you know be perceived like do we we want a mask or or, yeah yeah. ed allows no comfort (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh yeah, and like autism, I feel like is like, do we want to mask or do we want to just like do our own thing? And I feel like, you know, depending on like environment, you know, we just choose. Yeah. But OCD is like you, you. I mean, you have a choice with OCD, of course, but um, it's much harder. Yeah, it it's harder because your brain's screaming yeah. at you. Yes, and yeah, like yeah, definitely. So like um. 
Have you, like, so when you first um, started thinking about your gender, you were in, like, seventh grade, you said? Yeah. Do you think, like, um, during that time or, like, before, like, you kind of felt like you had to mask a gender? Like, you know, pretend to be a gender that you're not? Um, kind of, like, so how I identify now is genderqueer. Mm-hmm. Because, like, really with that, because... I don't know if it's the autism or the OCD. I think it's more autism with this, but I do like labels because it just helps me make sense of things. So, like, yeah. So I wanted a label, and I wanted one that was common because that that was part of the OCD, was I was starting to research into, you know, uh, I can't remember the term, but, like, it's, like, neo-genders. Oh, yeah, like like, um, neo-identities or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started reading into those, and while I liked a lot of those genders and, like, a lot of those gender identities, it was hard because, you know, not a lot of people knew about mm-hmm. them, and plus very controversial. Yeah. And, you know, some people believe in their, uh, like, neo-genders, and some people, like, say that they're, you know, like, hurting the trans community. So I was like, I don't I don't want to, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. offend anyone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wanted one that was, you know, more, that was more commonly known, but in part reason why I don't like non-binary that much, mm-hmm. like, because even though it's not supposed to, of course the world made it this way, non-binary now has rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like, there's a, when you think of a non-binary person, you think of a skinny, like, assigned female at birth with a pixie cut yeah. and, you know, dressing in like and i didn't want like constrictions yeah it's like i mean pretty much like one way that i describe my gender which i think really only trans people will understand Mm -hmm. is i am every gender in the way that there is no genders like yeah yeah no that makes sense (laughs) like like, pretty much, I just want to take bits and pieces of every gender and just create my own. Yeah. When I was a kid, like, you know, there were things that I liked about being a girl. Like, I wasn't uncomfortable with being a girl, but, mm-hmm. you know, there were some of the boy things I like to do. Like, yeah. you know, this has really just come up again more recently because I needed comfort with adulthood. But dinosaurs, like, mm-hmm. that manly thing but I love dinosaurs and while I did like you know going out and you know like looking at flowers and was like a theater kid and you know like mm-hmm. didn't mind like skirts wherever I also didn't mind running around in the dirt and getting myself dirty which I know those aren't like gendered mm-hmm. things yeah. but like society has know. made them gendered society's made them gendered yeah like, I, I liked both, and while I liked, you know, and this was one thing, like, even though, like, like, did your, like, with gym class specifically, did mm-hmm. you ever do, like, activities where it was like, oh, during this, during, like, these next two weeks, we're going to split up the boys and the girls, and mm-hmm. the boys are going to, the girls are going to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, they would do that a lot. <clears throat> One common thing that we did was the girls would do dance and the boys would do wrestling. Uh. And even I 
like, even though now I would never want to wrestle, when I was younger, I'm like, why? Even though I was, like, a theater kid and, and was, like, taking dance classes, yeah. I didn't do, you know, just have to do a dance. Like, why couldn't I go with the boys and wrestle? Like, that mm-hmm. sounded so... Yeah. Yeah, I always... I, I had to, you know, like, contain things that, like, I wanted to do and, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes sense. Like, when I when I was little, I, I definitely, like, relate. Like, I wanted to do, the like, the boy stuff, but I also liked the girl stuff. Like, I didn't really have a problem with it. I think that when I was, like, I mean, up until, like, this year, honestly, I have not had a very good sense of myself or like identity and I kind of just did whatever other people did so when I was little most of my friends were girls and so you know whatever they did I just did like oh they wanted to play fairies and dress up in dresses okay I'll do that too and like I didn't really have a problem with it but I never really like tried to like you know tell people oh I want to do something else like I I I would have rather like play in the dirt play tag with the boys or like play kickball or uh you know whatever other like little boys do I guess but um I was always just so like oh well the other girls are doing this so I guess I have to do that too like and I don't know if that was like my social anxiety or like my autism of wanting to like fit in and not be made fun of um or or both um yep but yeah i i definitely relate with that yeah like when i was younger i had a pretty even mix like like when i was like really young from like kindergarten to like third grade Mm -hmm. like i had the mix of friends and sometimes when whenever I played with like the girls it would be like oh we would play like like not really superheroes but superpowers like we would mm-hmm. just come up with our powers and just you know play them or sometimes we play animals yeah which is because I remember we played animals but we never acted as the animals we just called ourselves the animals and we like just went on the swings <laughs> I yeah don't, I don't know um and when I was with the boys, you know, yeah, we would play tag, we would play, like, sharks and minnows, but, yeah, we would play stuff like that, and then, and then as the boys got meaner, <laughs> yep. I just started girls more, <laughs> and so. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, you know, playing with the boys was, like, more fun as, like, a kindergarten through fifth grade, and then middle school is, like, everyone was just mean like there there was no good person to hang no out with middle school like like no one is nice in middle school yeah <laughs> thankfully I mean I was homeschooled during middle school so I didn't have like the like typical I... school kind of like experience in middle school but I still had like you know my friend at the time was like a bully and she was my only friend and I didn't really understand like she was like not very nice (laughs) and I you know I just kind of kept being friends with her and didn't realize (laughs) yeah yeah middle school Uh, (laughs) never (laughs) yeah 
And then I, I feel like in high school, high school is when like, you know, I, I had a group of friends. I mainly hung out with girls because I had like extreme social anxiety and like I kind of just hung out with whoever would talk to me. Um, yeah. And but that's kind of when I I I started becoming more like hyper feminine because like, oh, well, everyone else is all of my other friends are doing this, you know, they're starting to get really into boys, like, they want to start dating, and I was just, like, not there, like, um, everyone, like, adults would always tell me, oh, you're so mature since you're not boy crazy, and I was like, okay, but, like, my friends are telling me I'm, like, immature because I'm not boy crazy, and so I don't know what the right thing is, you know, and I also wasn't, like, girl crazy either right like I was just kind of like chilling being myself I didn't have very many crushes and like that's kind of in high school that's kind of when I started looking into um like different sexualities and I was like oh I wonder if I'm like asexual and it fit and I was like I think I'm asexual and so I told my mom and she flipped out and I, I don't have a good relationship with my mom but you know at the time I thought like oh I'll tell my mom I'm asexual she'll probably like think that's really cool since I'm not gonna go out and like ha have copious amounts of sex with people <laughs> you know like I, I thought that would be a good thing but she flipped out it was not a good thing I had a panic attack and then um I and then like a few months later I started dating my partner at the time and so then I was like, oh, well, I have a partner, so I guess I'm not asexual, um, <laughs> which, which is wrong. But then, like, um, yeah. we, we broke up a couple months ago. That was, like, three years ago. Um, mm -hmm. So we dated for three years, and kind of, like, the past year, I, I've been like, no, I, I still think I'm asexual. Like, I, I was in a relationship, and, you know, it, it was fine. But, um you know, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you can't be asexual, and I, I've kind of yeah. had to, like, you know, rewrite that, like, yeah, I mean, mentality like, in my head. It's just whether or not you feel that, like, kind of attraction towards right. them. Right, yeah, and so, you know, I, I identify as asexual, um, and I, I think it's kind of more, like, you know, it, 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 um, it changes over time. I think sexuality, it, I mean, sexuality and gender are fluid. I think that as we grow older, I think sexuality and gender change. I don't think you, like, that's not the same as, like, you choose your sexuality or whatever. But, like, you know, it, it changes with you as a person. And so, like... Yeah, like, your your brain starts becoming, like, like more mature because mm -hmm. you know, it's the whole... You know, like, the brain doesn't fully develop until, like, 23. That yeah. thing or, like whatever so like as your brain starts like like physically maturing like your understanding of yourself kind of mm -hmm. starts maturing like i mean depending on like you know circumstances and mm -hmm. life and all that but yeah yeah definitely and so like i mean i i'm i identify as asexual and like I, you know it's kind of i feel like sometimes it's like oh well sometimes i have it but it's more demi uh you know and so there's i i could get into micro labels like i've tried like oh, yeah. <laughs> like you were saying i've tried getting into micro labels cuz that like that autistic brain i have is like i need a label to i i just need a label so i can have that box and be like you know when people ask me like what's your sexuality i'm like okay here's my box like this is this is yeah. where i fit 
but I also don't want to be constrained by the box as well. And yeah. sometimes like, and that that's kind of why I started getting into micro labels. Cause I was like, Oh, these are like really specific. These are great. But then like people don't know about them and people like were yeah. kind of talking like badly about them to me and like, you know, and yeah. so I kind of, I, I've, kind of just stuck with non-binary and like I've stuck with asexual as like general you know umbrella terms for myself and and so far it's helped like so far it's been nice to have to have that like label but also not have to like explain my gender or explain my sexuality every time (laughs) that's why that's why I say like identify with genderqueer Mm because like like, literally in the title, like, because, um, you know, queer, mm-hmm. like, as of recently, because with, you know, some people still see it as, like, a slur, which is completely fine, mm-hmm. but it, it's really been becoming, like, a general term, like, oh, pretty much queer nowadays just means not cis or yeah. not straight, so, like, that's why I was like, oh, yeah, my... Like, one thing that I know about my gender is that it's not cis. Mm-hmm. I am not a woman. Like, yeah. like the, I am not 100% a woman. What does that all mean? Well, I can go into, you know, like, more specific labels. I can go into, you know, like, highly developed metaphors mm-hmm. that, like, you know, like, you know, where my words, like, compete with Shakespeare, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I can go into, these, like... You know, I I can go into all of these things, but, you know, for people that are just wondering and don't Mm -hmm. want to hear me talk hours about specific colors that I, I can say, yeah, I'm genderqueer. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I know, like, I, I hate having to explain my gender and, like, that's kind of the reason why I added he to my pronouns, because I was like, you know, people get so, like, they're like, oh, they, I don't know if I can do that. And I'm like, okay, well, then just say he. Like, at least, yeah. you know, they or he, it's fine. But um, as long as you're not saying she. But it's so annoying to have to, like, try and, like, explain your gender to every single person. And I guess, like, with non-binary, people have this stereotype of me, I think. Like, kind of like you were saying, like, I, I fit the stereotype of um, a non-binary person, like, I'm a small, assigned female at birth, human with a pixie cut, and yeah. I'm, I'm microdosing tea, and I dress pretty androgynously. <laughs> but so, like, people have this that stereotype of me in their heads, I think, every time I tell them I'm non-binary. But, you know, it doesn't bother me as much, because it's like, well, whatever. They can think what they want. Like, yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know how to explain my gender, even if I wanted to. <laughs> it's kind of like... I'm, I, I used to think, like, demi-boy, or, you know, like, kind, kind of a boy, but kind of not. <laughs> like, yeah, and the thing with me is, I don't know if this is the same with you, but whenever I identified with a new, like, gender, or not, not really sexual, but pretty much just, like, gender identity, I would buy the pride flag for oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my I- God. Demi boy pride flag, but I don't identify with that anymore. So I'm kind of hoping for like my next pride event, like 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 next year, next June. I'll just bring it with me and like, does anyone identify as a demi boy and want a demi boy flag? Oh my god! Because I don't, I don't identify 
that anymore. <laughs> okay, this is this is the most relatable thing I've heard ever. I think <laughs> you don't know you don't know how many pride flags I've bought in, in my life. I think I've bought pretty much every single flag out there. Like, yeah, it's it's not good because I I've gone through lesbian, I've gone through pansexual, bisexual, uh, asexual. And, you know, all all of the sexualities, yeah, pretty I, much. Like, and then all the yeah, genders. I, <laughs> yeah, I have the gay pride flag. Yeah. Because I was like, the first pride flag. And I was like, yay, I have a pride flag. Uh-huh. Um, I have the progressive flag. Uh-huh. Not the most recent one with the intersex one yeah. in it, but, like, the with the BIPOC and the, um, you know, the trans flag. And mm-hmm. I have the trans flag the non-binary flag of the demi boy flag of the asexual flag i have the demi gen- uh no not demi gender demi ah not demi gender queer flag <laughs> uh-huh so, so i yeah i got i got a bunch of flags yeah i know i i end up like giving them away or just like like selling them online after or you know just donating them because i'm like you know after the hyper fixation of like Oh, I think I'm I think I'm pansexual. Buy everything pansexual online. It comes and then I'm like, actually, I don't think I am. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so I, I've told myself I need to stop buying merch. Um <laughs> like merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more no more pride merch for me. At least for now. Like I I have a bunch of non binary stuff and at least that one has lasted like at least four months now so i'm pretty sure that one's you know solid <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah, know i tried holding off by because normally what i do is because one of my other special interests or like collections is pins mm. so i have a i also have a demi boy pin i'm like i don't i don't identify with that anymore mm-hmm. um and i tried holding off buying a genderqueer and a flag and pin but I went to pride and I was with my partner we were walking around pride and one of them was selling flags and I saw the gender queer flag I'm like okay well I now I have to (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah this wasn't like yesterday as I went but like a couple weeks ago I was walking around Hot Topic and I or or Spencer's one of the two I think it was Spencer's actually and I I saw the gender queer flag and I'm like well, I, got, I gotta get that pin, so I got pin. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I just do, you know? Oh, yeah. I relate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we have not talked original topic, like, at all. <laughs> I know. I, I was just about to say, we've reached about the 45-minute mark, so I think oh. we should wrap it up. <laughs> Uh, I this was a fun conversation. I've really enjoyed talking with you. So, it, it, I mean, is there anything else you want to say, like before I hit stop recording and you know we call it call it good? Uh, you know, uh, one thing that I've told a lot of people, which this is also part of the reason why I wanted like labels and stuff, is because a lot of people in my life have come to me. Talk, asking about like hey what's this gender what's this sexuality and i would explain to them because lgbt stuff is one of my special interests um like it is okay to question it is okay to change labels like even if your brain is yelling at you saying that you're faking it no you're not 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, th- like gender and sexuality is a is a hoax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a construct. It doesn't matter. Like, as long as you're not harming anybody, or you know, mm-hmm. yeah, as long as you're not harming anybody or yourself. Go do you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. I Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, changing your sexuality or changing your gender can kind of seem like a taboo thing. Like, oh, you're not allowed to change your labels. But, yeah. you know, do do, do whatever you, you want. Out, <laughs> like, you've come out of the closet. You, you, can't, you can't go back in there mm-hmm. and check a couple more boxes, you know? Yeah. No. You, yeah. can, you can go back in. <laughs> yeah, g- gender and sexuality are such confusing things. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that's just a whole other topic. <laughs> like the foundation of like, gender it, and sexuality. Just find what you're okay with. Again, don't harm or hurt anybody and you're you're all good. <laughs>